When I mentioned that I probably couldn't have kids and he told me that he wasn't with me for my ability to have kids, he was with me for the person that I was and that he loved how passionate I was about the things that I believed in. That's where I felt like this can really happen. Like we can work through our issues. And I felt pretty blindsided to have found out that he was dating someone else. Today's episode, Clemen. As you just heard from our guest, Clemen, this story is a dramatic one. But before the drama, there was love between two vastly different people, Clemen and her ex, Jose. The whole opposites attract thing is a misguided myth at best. Every credible psychology text and theory on love clearly states that the more we have in common with romantic partners, the greater chance for romantic longevity. So consider these four categories. Lifestyle, shared attraction, long-term goals, and values. Now, the first three are relatively easy to figure out if you have compatibility on. But that last one, shared values, that can be trickier to uncover. Shared values speak to not only what you think is important, but why life is meaningful to you. And this what and why show up in everything you do. How you treat others, how you see the world, how you see yourself in it. If your fundamental values don't match at all, well, you're left with an even tougher question. Is love enough to bridge such a deep and wide gap? This is a question we'll examine with our guest, Clemen. All of those moments we tried All of those tears that I cried I won't hold on What's going on? My name is Sham Boudram. I'm a sex educator and relationship expert. Every single day I hear from people who are stuck on a past relationship. Sometimes just because the relationship is over doesn't mean that you're over it. So that's my mission, to help people who are stuck get to the other side. Because on the other side of fear is freedom. From Headspace Studios and Frequency Machine, this is Hung Up. Before we dig into Clemen's story, you need some details first. So I'm going to let this voice memo from Clemen fill you in. Hey, Shan. I'm a big fan of yours and your perspective on relationships and love. And I feel like I need your perspective and your help moving past my last relationship because I really can't stop thinking it was my fault that things didn't work out. We know how these past few years have been really heated politically. Like all of that really affected my relationship because my ex and I are on opposite sides of the political spectrum. And I'm hung up because as much as we clashed, I can't help but wonder if there was more that I could have done to keep us together. Clemen, woo, she's asking a hard question. If she and her ex, Jose, could have steered clear of their political views, would they have stayed together? Or did their issues come down to differing values? So let's talk to her. 
Hi, Clemen. <laughs> Hi, Shen. I immediately think of sun and tanginess and joy. What a beautiful name. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to dig into your relationship with your ex, Jose. But let's try to take things back, like way back to the beginning. What was it that drew you two together? My ex and I met through Instagram, actually. A mutual friend of ours posted a picture of him. And I was like, oh, this guy is cute. So I slid into his DMs and I started following him. And he just sounded like a very down-to-earth guy that was open to being like vulnerable and just like fun. Our very first non-date meetup, my friends and I, we went hiking with him. And then eventually he asked me out to dinner and we just hit it off from the very beginning. Okay, so how did things progress from there? So they did suggest to Jose that we become exclusive. And he had this whole philosophy of like men in relationship should never ask for more from their partner and they should wait until their partner wants more. Mm. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I believe he was just waiting until I wanted more. And I think he was dating other women for for a while until I asked him to be exclusive. So this is how I slowly started to figure out that we were very different in the way that we thought about things. Mm -hmm. And when did those differences become more apparent? So when Jose and I started dating, the political climate was heated because Trump was in office. And I remember I had gone to a party with friends and I came back and I was telling him about a discussion that I had with my friends at the party. Like I was very heated, upset about, you know, my friend who supported uh, people owning machine guns that could kill lots of people. And after telling Jose about this and like my passionate stance against guns, he told me that he was pro-gun. And so then joking around, I was like, don't tell me that you're a Trump supporter too, like ha ha ha, right? And he just looked at me and didn't respond. It was the first time that I found out that he was a Trump supporter. I felt like, who is this person that I am in love with? Mm -hmm. I had been very open and honest about my beliefs and my values. And um, it felt like once I fell in love with him, then he felt safe enough to like, tell me how he really felt about his beliefs and how they differed from mine. I don't know. So at this point, when you knew you weren't compatible, you guys still chose to stay together, right? Yeah. Why? So the, the thing that I loved about him, when we disagreed about something, we were able to come together and have a more civil discussion. We would try to understand each other. I guess for me, uh, a lot of the things that he believed in, I saw them as like, wrong you know I didn't really see it as a difference of opinion so the reason why things just got really really bad is that I just started to feel like we were trying because we loved each other so much and cared about each other but at the end of the day like could we accept that we're not going to change who we are mm, that's an insightful question to ask yourself yeah I was thinking it like in the future right being with somebody and having children and if I couldn't um, have these difficult conversations with someone and come to an agreement to a common ground, then how could I raise kids with this person? So we broke up. When they broke things off, they told their parents, friends, and they even announced it on their social media. 
I mean, we're both on Instagram all the time. So our relationship was obviously out there. And then immediately when we broke up, he completely erased me from everything. Everyone across the board knew that they were done. But then COVID hit. And suddenly a breakup, which was already hard, became even harder. Clement felt isolated and anxious in her apartment day in and day out all by herself. And at the same time, she started having some health issues. So she went to the doctor to investigate. So I I have this genetic marker that is really common in women who have miscarriages. And um, the way that my doctor explained it, it's like, I won't know until I start trying whether I can have kids. It would just be really difficult. I was really devastated and I thought like, oh, I I can't have kids then. I don't want to have kids. But then there was like sadness about that too because I was kind of grieving this new reality where I had essentially broken up with somebody because of how difficult it would be for us to raise a family together. And then thinking like, well, if this wasn't an issue anymore, then would I have broken up with Jose? So this question, paired with the isolation she was feeling from COVID, led to her reaching back out to Jose. And it was his response to Clement that changed everything for her. I tell him, I, I found out that I might not be able to have kids. Um, and, I, you know, I was in tears because, like, it's a big thing. And it was like the best reaction in the world. He told me that he wasn't with me for my ability to have kids. He was with me because of the woman that I am. And he loves how passionate I am about the things that I believe in. And he loves so much I care about the world. And he, he didn't think our values were that different. He just thought that we went about accomplishing our goals in different ways. And I mean, that just made me fall back in love with him all over again. So at this point, Clemen was hooked on Jose, and their relationship began to feel like it used to when they first met, except for one thing. So Jose sort of suggested that we should get back together again. It was not a clear ask, and I think this goes back to Jose's philosophy in relationships and dating, that a man should never ask for more commitment. The woman is the one that's supposed to ask for more commitment. But that philosophy led to unclarity, and it left Clement hesitant to jump back in. And that is one of my biggest regrets in this situation, because I think at that point he saw that as a no. He didn't tell me how he felt. He never said, like, I want us to get back together. I want to be your boyfriend again. I mean, I wish he would have communicated what he wanted and how he felt, because all that time I, I didn't know that that's what he wanted. New Year's Eve 2020, he comes over and he tells me that he has to go to bed early because in the morning he's going to go to Yosemite for New Year's. And I was really surprised because I've always, we had always talked about going there together. And I was like, who are you going with? And he wouldn't answer. And, and then everything just clicked for me in that moment. I realized that at that point, he had probably been dating somebody for several months, I think. Mm -hmm. Is it starting to feel like Jose is the one that got away? Yeah. Like if I could have just been ready earlier, that wouldn't have happened. Or I'm also feeling stuck because I've been dating this whole time. And 
it starts to feel hopeless at some point when I meet people that have similar political views as me and they treat me like shit. He was a great boyfriend, you know? Mm-hmm. There are so many feelings, especially about the way that things ended. I know it hurts, but I want you to lean into those for just a second to really put them into words. More specifically, put it all into a question. So just lay it out. What is it you really want to ask Jose in order to move forward from this breakup? I mean, why he chose her? It just sucks that he didn't choose me. Now, this is a very vulnerable but straightforward question to ask an ex. But to get the most out of our call with Jose, I want to see if there's even more to unpack behind the question. We'll get to that after the break. Now, as you can clearly hear from our last call with Clement, she is still mending after what she felt was Jose's second betrayal. As our team set up the call with Jose, I didn't waste any time. I hopped on a different call with Clement's best friend, Barbara, to see if she might have further intel on the cracks that eventually broke Clement and Jose. Hi, Barbara. Hi. So as Clement's bestie, can you give me some intel into Clement and Jose's relationship? When I think of Clement, I think of her as like a feminist, wholeheartedly a feminist. And and Jose is just the opposite. He didn't know what to do with someone like Clement, you know, or how to connect and how, and how to engage at that level because their political views are so different. Besides their political views, I wonder if you witnessed any other differences between them. You know, even before the political things that were going on. You know, I I remember her talking to me just about her frustrations with his inability to communicate his emotions. So that was exhausting for her too. To kind of know something's wrong with her partner, but he's not really being forthcoming with how he's feeling or why he's feeling a certain way. And since getting to know Clement, I think that she's the exact opposite of that. She's actually really in touch with her emotions and communicates them super freely. Yeah, absolutely. She's a passionate person and she believes in social justice. Um, It was the George Floyd movement that was happening that really opened up our eyes to a lot of things. And for Clement, it just, it tugged at her heart. I mean, her heart and soul, actually. She was really, really feeling it. And I don't think he could understand that. I remember her feeling just so confused and just kind of defeated. We were able to talk and and process and grieve, essentially, with what was going on with the world. And I just can't imagine not being able to do that with your partner. Thank you, Barbara. Mm -hmm. As Clement's best friend, is there anything else that I should know before going into this call with Jose? She looks for the best in people at the expense of herself. And I don't think I've seen her hung up on something like this in the years that I've known her. It's triggering something deeper for her. And I have to keep reminding her, like, it's not what you didn't do. Like, it just wasn't a good fit. And that's why I'm here. To help Clement push past this hang-up she has about Jose being the one that got away. And Barbara, she really illuminated information that Clement only hinted at. It was more than their political beliefs that differed. Their emotional incompatibility was an issue before politics made its way to the table. I'm hoping as we get into this call with Jose that Clement starts to see the deeper underlying differences 
or even better, that Jose points them out. So Clement will focus less on what she sacrificed when he left and more on what she would have sacrificed if she'd stayed. I know what you're thinking at this point. Let's go. We're ready for this call. And I agree. We absolutely are. Well, hello, Jose. Hello. I want to give Clement a chance to pop in and say hi. Yeah, hi. Jose, to kick things off, can you reflect on some positive takeaways that you have from your relationship with Clement? I learned a lot in this relationship. Uh, having honest and maybe uncomfortable conversations with Clement has definitely uh, helped me grow. I know there was obviously some rough patches, but yeah, I, I, it was definitely a growing experience. And I, I truly, I, you know, I cherished every, every moment that I had uh, together with her. Jose, for Clemen, the question of why is still weighing on her. So if you were to answer that question, why not Clemen? Why not you and Clemen? What would your honest answer be? Uh, I, I definitely felt like we had different value systems. This was a bit of a, a reoccurring theme, whether it was political, in terms of you know personal responsibility. She was more about social responsibility. We, we, we definitely had different points of view on that, almost polar opposites, it seemed like. And that was, uh, it was definitely kind of leading us, leading us apart. Different values is a concern that Clement mentioned as well. But I wonder, as she moves forward and meets other partners, is there anything else you think that she should be made aware of? Um, if I could add anything else to that, would probably be to be a little more, more curious in hearing the other person out, you know, kind of, learning uh, from the other person. Because like I said, I learned a lot from Clement. You know, I, I, I definitely, I tried to get her perspective, even though we definitely had disagreements. I, I learned why she was the way she was. So I think going forward, having that, that sense of curiosity to learn from the other person is, is uh, it's helpful. Clement, what are your reflections on this? Um, so when I ask, why not me? Why not us? I think that's where I get stuck because I was finally at that point where I was like, okay, I think we can definitely do this. I could finally like be more curious about his perspective. I felt pretty blindsided to have found out that while I was focusing on getting back together, he was dating someone else and then didn't choose me and chose someone else. Jose, do you have an immediate reflection to that? We definitely made progress, but we weren't discussing certain things that, that were relevant. And it didn't help that we weren't really, um, it was almost like we were hiding certain things. I remember having a conversation with Clement about that, where I felt like maybe she was putting on a performance. Like we were kind of, you know, walking on eggshells about certain things. I, I didn't feel that way. I felt like I was still talking about my beliefs and and how I felt about the world. Can I throw this out there as a possible chew on point? You know, Jose had mentioned that he felt in return that while he was curious towards your perspective, there was less curiosity. And so I'm assuming that means that oftentimes if he expressed his truth, that would lead to an argument. So maybe you may have felt more comfortable still talking because he was already in the habit of listening and allowing space. But maybe he felt like, man, if I say how I really feel, it's going to turn into a problem, so I can't. 
It's possible. I don't know if that's how he feels. Yeah, no, I can definitely say there's there's some some truth in there as well. So hiding the fact that we're still talking plus not having certain conversations, it wasn't feeling like we were making progress. Yeah, but you never communicated that to me. I definitely communicated towards the end and it wasn't something that I came to know about myself until afterwards. You know, I and I, I remember telling Clement this, like I didn't know how to express these things. Um, but yeah, it just it just wasn't it wasn't feeling good. And then Jose, would the person that you had built a romantic connection with after you and Clement had stopped officially being together and were in this gray maybe space? Did that person more align with your value system? Yeah, I, I can definitely say um, me, meeting this new intimate partner and realizing we had a lot more in common. You know, I, I definitely felt more of myself. You know, I can share certain ideas. I can have a common ground. I, 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 don't, I still don't feel like I have a clear answer on like, why not me? Why not us? Clement, I, I, know, I know you're saying that that you feel I haven't, you know, really given you a reason why. Um, you know, politics, it's just one of the few things that I, I feel we're different we're, when it comes to our, our value systems. We do have different ways of, of looking at the world. And, and yes, I, I do remember you coming to a point where you're like, wanting to be more understanding, more, more empathetic, and, and maybe hearing my points of view. But that was something that we, we kind of tried. And I think us trying to do that was really more of not talking about certain things because those differences were, were still there. <laughs> They're still there. We just were, were kind of, you know, sweeping it under the rug and it was taboo to talk about it. And I just felt like that's not the way a relationship should feel. You know, we should be our whole selves. And, and yeah, there was, there was definitely a disconnect in, in that sense. Hearing you say that right now, it's, it's really upsetting because like, for you, trying was not talking about it, but that wasn't me. I didn't not want to talk about things. I think that was your way of doing it. And then that's why you stopped feeling like you could be yourself. And now I feel like you're putting that on me like I was the one asking for that. And that's not what I wanted. And so it's frustrating to, to hear you say that, to hear that that was us trying when it was really just us ignoring the problem and hoping it would go away after I had tried talking about it. I don't know. After this, the conversation started to stall. So Clement and I thanked Jose for showing up and he signed off. Thank you. Thank you. And after Jose left, Clement made like Elsa and let it all go. I'm sorry. I can appreciate your emotional response to this. And I can understand also in having the conversation with Jose, you know, why you felt those gaps because... Clearly, your strength is being able to express yourself, and it's something that you've worked on. But there was a lot of vague statements made, and then you have the responsibility of filling in the gaps. And that must have been emotionally taxing for you to be with somebody like that in a relationship. Again, I, I don't want to discount the fact that, you know, he tried. And I think a lot of people aren't equipped with the emotional intelligence to have these dialogues. But I think and just want to affirm in having that conversation, it became very clear to me why you were hung up and why you didn't feel clear. But I feel very clear now. I'm not you, though. Do you feel very clear? Yeah, I, I do feel clear. 
I assumed that that was the case in terms of like he met someone who had similar values as him but this is the first time I heard him say it so that part was new um it wasn't so much that I wanted someone who believed in all the same things that I believed in or that I wanted someone who's passionate about all the issues that I care about but I didn't want someone who could just hold me, hold space for me. And like what he did when I told him that I probably couldn't have kids. That's what I wanted. Mm. And someone who would understand how I felt, even if they didn't agree with me. And someone who could admit that even though they didn't have all the answers, they were in it with me, like us against the world, not so much us against each other. It just hurts. It sucks. Well, last time we talked, it hurts and it sucked and we weren't clear. So I think that we've done some good shit here today and I want to make sure that we don't backslide. So the point of this call is to give you a space to say, yeah, I get it. We were never going to work. And not because I could have done anything differently or maybe because I could have. But I do think in this particular case, He's saying your value system and his value system didn't align and he wasn't budging and you weren't budging. So to me, this is just a lesson in fundamental incompatibility. And I think the question that you were left with when we last talked is, is Jose the one that got away? With all that you heard today, I want you to answer that question for yourself. No, he's not the one that got away. We're just so incompatible. <laughs> I don't think there was really anything I could have done. He just couldn't love me for me. And I want someone who loves me for me. But on the flip side, you couldn't love him for him either. That maybe the way that you thought you loved him wasn't the way that he needed to be loved. So you're better with words. You're better at expressing your opinion. This is your strength. So I, I would love, Clement, for you to answer the question. Why not you and why not you and Jose? I, I believe that he, he didn't choose me because he didn't love me for me. And Jose... Um, doesn't choose us because I didn't love him the way that he needed to be loved. And he met someone else that could love him the way that he wanted to be loved. Yes. Well, there was a lot covered on that call with Jose and after it. But I think what Clement really got from this whole journey is an understanding that it's not only about loving someone, you also need to love that person the way they need to be loved, and vice versa. So Clement's initial question, why didn't he choose me, has been redirected to, who can we both choose that will love us the way we need to be loved? Furthermore, who do I have the capacity to joyfully love the way they want to be loved? And the joyfully part should not be overlooked. Yes, by nature, we're all born to love and we're called to love abundantly. But we should also identify our limitations within that abundance. 
So, is there a world where the Clemens and the Jose's find their footing and intimate potential? Perhaps. But is there a world where Clemen finds an intimate partner that shares her values, her hobbies, her lightheartedness, and her emotional intensity? Absolutely. With that being said, a month or so after that call with Jose, I knew this process was paying off when I got this amazing update from Clemen. I'm just really grateful for this process of looking back to move forward. Um, I have finally seen like the root cause of my issues with Jose. And it wasn't only our political differences, it was more about our emotional compatibility. And so moving on from that, um, I just like, I, I realized that that's what I needed in a partner. And I, it, it's almost like kismet. Like within a few weeks, I met someone who is Mexican and he goes to therapy and knows how to communicate. I didn't really think that was possible to find a man who can tell me how he feels. And I was just like, what? Like, they exist? Like, this is crazy. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to cry. Um, he's just, he's awesome. Now this, this is worth celebrating. Not only Clemens' new relationship, but her new clarity. Yes. Clemen could have fought for a relationship with Jose that didn't serve who she authentically is. And it would have been difficult to sustain. But through the process of trying to make that relationship work, she's bravely chosen herself. And has found someone who accepts and loves her the way she needs to be loved. Though it's still early days, the fact that her new partner can hold space for her emotionally while also communicating around his own emotions shows that these two have some foundational elements that don't only spark a relationship, but keep it going. Which, to Clement, feels... It's beautiful. It feels really good. On the next episode of Hung Up... What do you do when you find yourself in an emotional threesome with someone who isn't even there? The ghost of a partner past is haunting our next guest, Alana, and putting her current relationship in jeopardy. I don't want her to feel like she's waiting forever because at some point, she's not going to wait. Find out if she can exercise the past to step freely into her future. Next time on Hung Up. If you or someone you know is hung up after a breakup, we want to hear from you. Email us at hungup at frequencymachine.com. And if you like the show, spread the word. Reaching more people means helping more people. And don't forget to hit follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode. Hung Up is a production of Headspace Studios and Frequency Machine. It is produced by Caroline Slaughter and Rachel Borders for Frequency Machine and Danny Carissimi for Headspace Studios. It's executive produced by Morgan Selzer, Sarah Cohen, and Baron Farmar for Headspace Studios and Dominique Ferrari, Stacey Book, Avi Glajanski, and Sarah Heppela for Frequency Machine. It is hosted and produced by yours truly, Sham Boudram, audio engineering and technical magic from Jared Brady. Editing, sound design, and post-production wizardry by the amazing Julian Kwasniewski and Bay Area Sound. Development at Headspace Studios was led by Leah Sutherland. And special thanks to Adam Krasner. Until next time. <laughs>